0: Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, we roll into our number three, Bart and Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. It's been a while, Bart. It's been a while since we've had a chance to do this. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Now, I know, like, I'm sure you did it while I was away, but you yeah, know it's it always different. It wasn't, it wasn't the same. You know what I mean? Stockton to Malone. There's only one Stockton to Malone.
1: Yeah, I, I, it was a couple of oops where I thought I was going, you know, you know, dunk it in, and I had to lay it up, you know what I'm saying, finesse it, because the the, the the oop was just slightly off, you wasn't know what I'm there? saying,
0: wasn't there? All right, so let's get to it. It's hour number three. It's Barton. How we got Garrett Wilson on deck? What's that mean? 2024. It's the
2: power hour, 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 hour,
1: hour, 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 hour. That's what happens when you drink too much cheap moet. I was thinking you were going to like a thousand. No, no, no. You got, you you know, got to say, man, we're just getting one, warmed one, up. You got to build into two thousand. We understand. A thousand is a
0: big deal with Garrett now. Like, this, this becomes routine now all of a sudden. Ah. So, yes, let's say hello and happy new year to Garrett Wilson, who joins us right now for the Garrett Wilson Report, brought to you by Corona. Corona. Man. Voice is breaking down.
1: Uh, that's because you just. because you're so emotional to, to, to see Garrett. You ain't <laughs> seen him in a while. You know what I'm saying. You was on vacay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Up. Get yes. emotional.
0: Ten top brands over two thousand vehicles. One place. Sandstone Automall in Woodbridge. I, I am caught up though because it's been a while. Garrett. Um, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Good to see you.
3: Happy New Year to y'all, man.
1: Man, you get should get a g- congratulations on a thousand. Right. You know what I'm saying? The, you know the, the, that's that's a big thing, you know. How, do, do you know the history of of back to back thousand yard receivers with the Jets? Do you are you familiar like the rarefied air that you put yourself in?
3: <laughs> yeah, I am now. I saw I saw the uh, the graphic they made for me. You know, I had it up top. So yeah, you know, it's cool. It's really cool. Appreciate that.
1: And just think, you're the only person to do it with eight quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> For the,
0: for the record, everybody, yeah. Garrett is staying quiet, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, God bless then. you, man. You need, you need a Nobel Peace Prize, man, <laughs> bro. Like hey, I, I say, man, you've had, had, you had the, you've had the, you've had the roughest thousand yard list. You get them, boy. I'm telling you, you make you break your work hard for your money, but we expect and we anticipate that they're gonna be easier and smoother. For you to get your next 1,000 yards, hopefully from our lips to God's ears, you know what I'm saying, you get some of those easy throws, some of those pinpoint accuracy throws, you get some of those highlights, those easy double moves, sluggles type of joints, man. But listen, I have to tip my cap off to you because you remind me of a dude. Like the 1,000 the yards that you got, I, I was around like with the Ravens, and we had a receiver that you may know or may not know. We, we call him Axel Foley because he's from Detroit. Uh, he went to Mumford High School, the same as uh, Beverly Hills Cop. But uh, uh, I didn't Derek know there Mason. was actually
0: a Mumford High I thought that was made up. Yeah, Those Mumford. Really yeah, yeah, a Mumford, Mumford yeah, High school? school? Yeah,
1: Mumford, my bad. Mumford. Anyways. Derek Mason. like okay. Derek Mason Derek Mason yeah. run an out, up, comeback stop, and go. Like, all for 10 yards. you would be like, like, damn, the the quarterback like, man, just catch the ball there, man. I ain't ain't about to be doing all that, dog. But, you know, he's playing with Kyle Bowler, man. Yeah, Derek Mason, like, you know, was great when he went to, um, with the Titans, but, um, he was really special and integral in the success for my um, ra- my Raven years. He was a true professional. And that's one of the greatest uh, compliments I can give to somebody, how you carry yourself and how you go about your business. You never complain. You know, you could complain because, you know, you talk about how you see all these other receivers getting wide open throws, man. But you go up there and you fight for it, man. You ain't the biggest dude, man, but you got a big heart, man. So, you know, from Jet fans and myself and this station, man, we want to congratulate you. We understand that, you know, it was – not all thousand yard receiving seasons are created equally.
3: Thank you, man. I appreciate that, Bart. You know that was kind, of my man. I appreciate that. So, um, yeah, I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful to you know for the way it happened and and um, you know to get to the landmark. You know, it's uh it's special to me. So hopefully, keep it going. You know,
0: for everybody like listening, dug. just let me for everybody listening because they might not understand. So so what what Garrett was able to achieve this season, which again is remarkable, all things considered. Was consecutive thousand-yard receiving seasons in his first two years as a Jet never been done, and would also the first first time a Jet receiver has had consecutive thousand-yard seasons since, believe it or not, Keyshawn Johnson back in 1999, and exactly. that is that's how long it's been since the Jets have had a receiver of that caliber. And, again, yeah. and I texted Keyshawn about it, and Keyshawn just said, they're still trying to replace me, which, of course, is typical Keyshawn. Exactly. But I said, but, Key, Key. Uh, you had Vinny Testify thrown to you. <laughs> you know, this kid's had a lot. And, and, and Keyshawn did give you all, all the props and all the credit for what it's, – it's not easy, Garrett. I know it's not easy to talk about, but these two years and everything going on at the quarterback position, you said something I thought really stood out to me, and that is that you're going into this offseason, after having incredible success – Yourself personally, you said this offseason for you is going to be the. Is, did you say the hardest one? That most you're going to make it the toughest one on you. Why is that?
3: Um. Yeah. Just because you know it has been good enough, and uh, yeah, you know, there's a standard that I got to play. You know, it's a thousand yards. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it to me, but you know, it's really cool to have. It doesn't feel like it at all. You know, I, I uh have a, a vision of how playing football, you know, should look when I'm doing it, and and. You know, I gotta I gotta make that a reality. So, you know, I gotta approach the offseason with, with that intention. So, um, you know, that's where I came from. Uh yeah, you know, that's all.
1: And you know, year three is usually where body and mind comes together, the game t- totally slows down. This will be your first time since you got into the NFL that you're gonna be playing underneath the same system. So the nuance and the verbal and non communication should, you know, go to the next level. Um, let's get into this week, right? Because you still have an opportunity to add to this total. Uh, one thing about the Patriots and watching them—they aren't giving up. But um, you know, some people—you know—I know they never come from a, from a player. You know, you talk about draft capital and all that stuff—that means nothing to the current team. That's that's more upstairs administrative. But man, we talked about this early in the season, trying to get that—you know—the the the, the the losing streak that you inherited. Is that even like? when you play the last game, sometimes it's tough to find motivation, but is, is that enough motivation, you think, to get the best out of all the guys, you know what I mean, as everybody knows that it's the it maybe the last time or it's going to be the last time that this group is ever going to be together like this ever again?
3: Yeah, no, 100%. We're going to go out there and, and, and give it our all, bro. We can care less about, um, like you said, you know, the, the upstairs worries about the draft capital. We want to, you know, go out there and win the game, you know, Um, there's a competitive spirit about all of us that's not going to let us, you know, go out there and and play with um, bad intentions, man. We got to go out there and play, you know, our best game just because it is our last game. We got to go in the offseason feeling good about ourselves. We we lost our last game. So just to get this taste out of our mouth, you know, end that streak with the Patriots um, that it seems like I've been talking about, you know, a few times, last time we played them, what was that, week two? It's actually been a first. Felt like it yeah, it's been
1: for so it was last year. The, it say yeah, it
0: was last year. essentially it was last year, but you're right, and that, that game we remember it was raining the whole thing and, uh, and it did not go well and you know still, oh, it's amazing yeah. how fa- do you look at this now? because last year had a, a similar thing where you guys had had some success in Felk, and then all of a sudden it's like you blink, four weeks go by, and, and now all of a sudden everything's over with. Does this feel like that too, or does this feel like the longest season of your life?
3: uh no this season seems quick man you know lo- last season seems like the longest season I would say just because it's my rookie year but yeah um you know this season seems quick in a sense that you know we had aspirations to be playing into you know into January into February so um you know with this being the last week my body still feels good you know it's it's kind of weird you know it's uh I'm used to playing you know one of the last games and we're gonna to get to that point, man. We're gonna to get to that point next year. We're gonna be we're gonna be playing at uh, you know this time of the year, you know some meaningful games, and uh, you know that's 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 the, the goal around here, and that's how we gotta you know go out and attack it this offseason.
0: Is that the mood? Like, because like, we all understand with with Aaron Rodgers and the reality of he could have tried to come back this year. Obviously, he's not, but the reality is he will be there next year. And he actually has committed for two years. That's what he said. I, I got to give the two years. So does that take away some of the sting of how this season has gone? Like, is there a part of you that it's like, let's just get to this. Let's get to the offseason. Let's get to next year because you can feel good again about the the possibilities and the potential of what this offense could look like with a guy like him under center.
3: Um. Yeah, you know, I'm excited to, to get, you know, back playing with Aaron, man. I am a hundred percent. Um, it doesn't you know, it doesn't take anything off from this season. You know, we we lost him and, and that sucked early in the season and um you know, it kinda just reminds you that, that you can't take anything for granted in this league. You gotta approach every off season like you know, put it on yourself in a way, you know, like you're the number one man and if everyone in that you know, in the facility has that mindset that it's going to be on them. It's, it's going to fall on them. You know, us being where we want to be is, is on this workout that they're having is, you know, the way we're, we're going to get to where we want to go. You know, the people go down during seasons and you know, who knows, you know, who knew, who knows what, what can happen. So um, yeah, man, that kind of just, you know, it keeps, it keeps me humble, you know, honestly is, is what it keeps me. It keeps me from looking too far into the future. Um, You know, I gotta, you know, like I keep saying, I gotta just approach this thing the right way day by day. And, and, you know, make sure that I'm ready for when my numbers call, you know.
1: You're you're, you're a young player, but you're already emerged as a leader on this squad. Um, I understand probably when you think about the future of this team, it kind of is going to be the partnership between the Jets and Aaron Rodgers as far as going forward personnel. But before that, like, is it some type of subcommittee that you guys have as an offense to kind of talk about – what type of pieces that you guys need moving forward? Because it's not disrespectful, in my opinion, to say, "Hey, man, this guy can help us." Whether it's a Mike Evans, whether it's a um, Devontae Adams, whether it's a Calvin Ridley, whatever. We all talk about you know teammates, right? Like I, I, I famously gave back. Funny enough, you know, I honestly gave back money to the Jets to go get um, Nandi Asmal or whatever his name is. Always his name, <laughs> Nandi, Right? He gave up money.
0: you can't even say his name. The yeah, least you yeah, can do is say his name.
1: No, nah, hell no. He didn't give me no money back and he married to a he married to a damn uh actress. He married to uh, the 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 president, whatever you know I'm talking about. Go ahead. But yeah, like like I gave back money to get him, we didn't get him, and we ended up getting Antonio and but they never gave my money back. I'm like, hey man, I gave my, I gave back two million dollars, man, for to go get this player. I didn't get him. What's up with that? Yeah, but whatever. That's another story for a different day. But what I'm saying is how players have influence and you guys understand that it's going to be not just Aaron Rodgers' responsibility to go out and kind of recruit players and let them know about your program, but it's going to be yours as well. But, you know, you're going to have an opportunity to maybe pick your number two receiver because we know that they tried to trade for Devontae Adams, but if that doesn't work, then you got to go down, you know, T. Higgins is out there, Tyler Board, it's, it's great players out there, Gabe Davis. You know, how active would you be in, like, uh, maybe, you know, you guys getting together as an offense and speaking about, you know, what you guys need or want? And targeted free agents that you want because last year, famously, you Sauce and and um and Brees, you know, campaigned for Aaron Rodgers, and you made it happen. So clearly, you guys have that type of appeal.
3: Um, yeah, you know, I always have my opinions on, you know, what can help the team. Um, um,
1: just draft Ohio State players, and you'll be good.
3: Mm. I, yeah, you know the. honestly yeah you know that's kind of how things work you drive from winning teams you drive from winning programs they they know what it what it's like you know and that's I've always had my feelings about that um as far as you know us getting together and meeting um maybe you know I I feel like we talk about stuff like that naturally throughout the locker room and the shop you know whatever it may be we just talk stuff like that um when we have our ideas and then you know, we see each other during the offseason, you know. I'm gonna run into some of those guys that you named, you know, and I'm gonna make sure to to, you know, put in put in my work, put in my side, hold, you know, hold my end of the bargain as far as trying to get those guys to come play with us. But um, yeah, you know, I'll let upstairs do what they do what they do. Um, you know, I'm definitely gonna try and recruit wh- whoever, you know, I, I think can help, just because that's how I am, that's how I've always been. You know, since I was a young kid, it's always been that way. We've always you know, been around the guys that we play against and and you try and bring us all together at some point. But, um, but yeah, man, I just got to focus on being the best version of me so that, you know, when the, when we do bring these guys and we're ready to roll and, and, um, you know, we got everything that we, that we need and, you know, in our facility.
0: You got to keep receipts from this year too, don't you? I mean, have you, have you, has that been something as well, knowing that how the season went from the start and all the anticipation and, the coverage and all that until the end. I mean, is is this a type of season where we heard it all and we we'll, we'll, we won't forget this next year when you know when they're healthy and when you're healthy and whole again? Any of that stuff play into your mind this year?
3: Um, yeah. You know, you get a lot of um, people talking trash because you know they can, and uh, and that's fine. You know, uh, I know I like to talk a lot of trash, you know, personally, so I can never never take it too personal um you know i always know that you know i'm gonna give my give back is how i always see it and and um you know whether that's now whether that's next year or down the road at some point i'm gonna get it you know and um you know i always play this game with a chip on my shoulder to make sure i get that so i can't you know hold my hand of of talking trash because um you know it's a fun game we play and and, you know at at the end of the day those dudes have their right to say so um you know they've got the they've got the best of, best of us of me this season as far as uh, what they could say and what they said, um, but yeah, man, you know that's fine. That's fine. You know that's how that's what's fun about this game. The competitive side of me is is all for that. You know, so I say, you know, it's it's cool. You know, I just know I'm gonna get my get my uh, get the last laugh. Is how I like to look at it.
1: Speaking speaking about like uh get back and stuff like that. You 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 had a. Uh, I believe a, a tweet, right? I don't know what you call it. Tweet X, right? Talking about the quality of the um, the um, the bowl games. Do
0: the you tweet, that, the did tweet you, was mm-hmm. bowl games suck used to mean something. It was viewed five almost six million times. It had over thirty thousand likes and cool. a lot of reaction to this. And I, I want to give you the opportunity to, yeah. to explain what you meant because I'll tell you what I don't disagree. They yeah, we, are hard to watch.
1: Yeah, we live in an era now where 40 players transfer from a team. You don't even know who's playing. So, do you think that maybe um all the bowl games outside of the playoff games, which is going to be, you know, 8 teams next year, should be just eliminated? Should they get rid of the rest of the bowl games?
0: except the Pop-Tart one? That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I mean, I think I think we're at the point where, you know, that's definitely an option Bart, as far as what is the you know, what's fun to watch, you know, as far as I don't know how much, you know, what they make money off of with the revenue. I don't know. But but like for me personally, I was just, you know, sitting around watching during this holiday season a little bit. And and I didn't sit down long. You know, I turned it off. Um, I decided I was going to tweet. You know, I kind of should have thought through it a little more. I, I got hit with some some backlash for that.
0: Well, Uh, there's, there's, of course, you decided not to play in the bowl game. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. Now, you want to explain that
0: one too? Just so, again, we get everything on the record then.
3: Which is exactly why, you know, this dude, I guess he thought I would met two years ago. They, like, were, used to mean something. No, I was talking about, like, like 10, 15 (laughs) years ago. They used to be good. Like, that's why I didn't play in the bowl game is because they, you know, they, they suck. And, um. Yeah, yeah, good. it's not. It's not good. You're watching, you know, like most of the time, JV team, not, not the. Well, let me not say that. That's bad. But you're not watching the team that played that season, so it's a good experience for them. But for the, for the <laughs> viewer, like, you know, this.
1: Yeah, how about Florida State, right? Like, <laughs> like Florida State, Georgia, like man, what are we, man? Come on, man. Like, what, what are yeah, we? Yeah, like,
3: just, well, they never played. None of these dudes ever played together before. You know, they, they, they just.
1: I'm I'll be honest. It's like watching the Pro Bowl. It's it's unwatchable. <laughs> It's like watching a pro bowl. It was like, Man, yeah, what do we the do?
3: games yesterday were awesome. You know, the games yesterday were great, but, but, um, but yeah, you know, it's just the bowl games are, are really bad. And, and and I don't blame any of the player. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just, I was just kind of saying what it was, you know, it, it is what it is, but I don't got the solution. I'm just saying that they, they're not fun to watch. And, and um, as a player, if you are, you know, going to get drafted, there's no real incentive to playing it. You know, it's,
1: yeah, with this transport portal, man, I'm trying to figure this all out. I think DJ Ungaleli is going to play for Florida State. I'm like, bro, how many years of eligibility you got, bro? He was a he was in uh what he was in Clemson for two years. He was Oregon State, Florida State. Like, man, like it's a, do you think like what's your opinion about the transfer portal and the fact that guys are do you think some guys leave too early just because they don't want to face a lot of competition and they just leaving to leave? Cause they didn't get their weight. Uh,
3: well, I think it's a I think it's a good thing as far as the transfer portal, but I just think that it like you know kind of drops the level of, of play as well. You know, as far as the products that we get, but like but like the robbery game is the main thing that I get upset about because I feel like you know the robbery games lost their edge a little bit. You know, these dudes don't really even hate these teams. You're not mm. getting it. Fourth year senior that been there the whole four years and never beat whoever like you're not getting that no more. It's just we playing against we playing against Florida, we playing against Michigan. Like it's just you know
1: it's not personal yeah, anymore. We talked trash to you last yeah. year. How much
0: year. how much of that though do you think is also the the, the power five is obviously now oh, like two, this is the end yeah. of the Pac-12 right? Like Washington is the is going to represent them, but then they're going to be a Big Ten team next year, so. Like How much of that, too, is factored into this, where you just have had – it's just not – and you're right. What, what you said, by the way, is, as much as people always want to jump on you about it, Garrett, I, college bowl season – and I'm an old man. When I was a teenager, when I was in my – like, college bowl season was fun. Because it meant something. Because you knew what you were getting in the Rose Bowl. You knew what you were getting in the Sugar Bowl. Like, you knew the teams and the conferences playing against each other. You kind of always had that. Hi- there was a history, a tradition, all kinds of stuff to that now. The college yeah. football playoff has certainly changed that. And the expanded one will as well. And just so you know, they're expecting this expanded playoff. I just looked it up. It could make as much as $2.2 billion per Damn. year. Damn. Okay, for, for all the colleges for, for the sport. So we all know this is about money. But I, do you feel like that's kind of where it's going away? The portal is, has created now, I'm just going to go where I can play. And so you might see somebody that leaves Ohio State to play for Michigan, even though you're supposed to hate Michigan, right? But uh, if, I, if I can play, I'm going. Like, do you think it's maybe that?
3: As far as as far as what makes uh, why we've favorite. lost
0: the specialness of rivalries in college football and this this like what you were just yeah, talking well, about.
3: Well, yeah, I think the rivalries is just because, you know, you have guys that are, you know, they go to a different college year to year and they don't hate the team that the right. school is is, uh you know, rivaled with. You know, I, I know that, uh, you know, I grew up in Columbus. I went to Ohio State and you know i actually didn't really like michigan but like everyone at ohio state kind of felt that way even if you wasn't from ohio cuz you had been there 2 3 years by the time you was ready to play and you just had you know um acquired that now it's just like you just got there in the offseason you and when it's week 12 you're going to play against michigan but you didn't do all the stuff in the offseason mm-hmm. you know yeah. when you were a freshman or when you were you know what you know none of that you didn't lose 3 times to them when you didn't play at all because you, know, you transferred all. If you didn't play, you feel me. So that's right. You no, know, it's just uh, yeah. You know how could you how how could you how could you hate him? It's it's not anyone's fault. I'm just
1: right. Just the, the rivalries don't have the same juice to them. Like it's like almost a one and done guys. You know what I mean in basketball. Sometimes you know? you can't build up that hatred. You you, you didn't lose anything to him. Yeah, no but in hoops you
3: still get in hoops you still get like a mixture though. You still get like a mixture, and you still get like if you went to Duke. And you're a one and done. You you like you know you like you like Duke though. You probably don't like
0: North Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Yeah, yeah, you yeah
3: hate yeah. North Carolina. Right. Yeah, like you grew up watching the robbery, and that's probably how you chose Duke. Like now, I'm saying that you just going where the where the money at? Where mm. the money resides. Yeah, where the, the money resides. For good reason though. For good reason. I'm just saying though. No, no just, always,
0: always always seems did, to go did, that did, way. The amazing you, thing is there's two, there's forty there's over forty of these bowl games. So, that also is part of it, too. It almost feels watered down. Like, there's some matchups where you ask yourself, why the hell are these two teams playing each other? Like, why are we doing this? But if they can sell out a building, if they can get it on TV, if they can get commercial, if they can get money, they're going to do this. And yeah. I think that's part of, again, the, the motivation that, behind that tweet. So, I don't it's think that, a lot of people disagreed with it.
1: Well, speaking of your hatred, it's, it's, how much would you throw up in your mouth a little bit if Michigan wins a, a national championship? Ooh, good question.
3: Um, I think it's fine, you know, I ain't gonna fake it. I would be a little upset just cause I would have to hear about, you know, they fans. <laughs> and I got a few people at, at the uh, Jets facility that would definitely let me hear about it, but um,
1: So who are yeah, you rooting for? You I, rooting for your conference I, or you rooting for?
3: No, 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 I got Washington. I got a few dogs on on Washington, I, some of my boys on Washington. I played against Phoenix all the time when he was at Indiana. He mm-hmm. was cold at Indiana too, you know, people just forgot, honestly.
0: That's one way when the portal worked because his his offensive coordinator went and got the job and then said, "Come with me and play in this offense that you love," and it has worked out for both these guys. It was it turned out to be a great success.
3: Yeah, I mean he was all, at Indiana like three years ago. He was already cold. He just had a you know injury yeah. that ended up delaying the, you know all the success he's having now. But it's good to see. But like Rome, so we had agent, You know, I I I got Washington. Is Penix
0: so, so, so is Penix so are you a starter in the NFL? Do you think he's got that kind of future? Is he an NFL quarterback? Like no,
3: storm, oh yeah, he's he would be one of the but, he, he's he's gonna be good right away. He got died know how to do all that. He got they, he got they, it.
1: They don't have him in the first round, so you know possibly Who? this is a guy like the, the mock drafts didn't have him in the first round. Maybe that changed yesterday. Did he have but, in the first round, no. Nah. So so if he so if he so if he drops, you know, it's just a guy. You talk about personal relationships. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you'll know, get get back in the second round and, and 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 be able to draft the quarterback. You know, because you know what he can do, so you can speak to him personally.
3: You're not gonna be there in the, in the second
1: round. <laughs> they thought that about Geno Smith too. Remember?
3: Yeah, but he but he ain't get to go to a natty or nothing. This dude get to do it in front of everybody. He he not he he not going in the second round. He cold and and he um already you know developed and he he cold older But you too. know, there's
1: concerns about the two knee injuries that he's had. Right, the two the two ACLs for the knees concerns about his health, long term health that way too, because you know, you know, when you're drafting a guy in the first round, you expect to have him for fifteen years. You know, it's in, in the hmm. second round.
3: I don't know. 50 I mean, you getting if you get someone fifteen years, you got a hall of you know, you, you, you expecting to get a Hall of Famer in the first round, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, quarterback. Yeah. If you if you, you draft like 15, him in the first round. Fifteen. Fifteen for 15 quarterbacks, years. ten for yeah. you. Whether you know it or not, they expect to get ten years this of juice out of you, Jared. They want ten years of juice out of you, baby.
0: Listen, I'll give you I'll give you right now, Garrett, because Bart's not wrong. Well, so so again, looking at all the different projections, one has him second round, third round, one has him fourth round, and one is saying potential first round pick, but medicals will be big to see what it looks like.
1: Get on the phone, Gary. So
0: you never know. Now, again, you're right. He just went for 4.30 in a semifinal, and he's now but, playing but in a natty in front of oh, the world.
1: Against, they don't say he went against Texas. Well, but if he still, did it against Michigan, that's different That's things. what I'm
0: saying. So so th- that could change overnight for him. So we shall see. You know, Garrett, though, I, I, before we go, I, you and I, you have told me you, you follow the Knicks, that you watch the Knicks, and I know you're busy in your season. But I'm curious if you happen to see the trade they made and if you have any insight, uh, any reaction to the Knicks getting OG Ananobi.
3: Um. Yeah. You know. I think it's cool. You know. I. I really didn't have that much of a reaction. I saw they traded. Um, you know, RJ and and quickly. You know, I, I like them boys. I'm sick about that, but I'm excited to see the the new look. You know, Knicks. And I saw they won yesterday, right? They did.
1: Uh, RJ gets to go home though, so he's going back to T- Canada where he yeah, can drink red stripe, stripe right all day. He can drink he red
3: stripe. going back to a game here before I uh you know get moving in the off season. So you know I'm going to get out to a game and check it out Can yeah. you
1: try can you chime in on our question of the day?
3: Yeah,
1: J. Murray or Donathan Mitchell because we think and Allen believes that this was a move Wait, wait wait.
3: DeJounte Murray from from the from uh, the used Hawks. Yeah, he used
1: to be on the, the, yeah. Yeah, the, Hawks, be on the yeah. Spurs. So you Go have ahead. I'm giving
0: you three options of cuz this isn't a deal in isolation. It feels like this is leading to another another move, right? So if and I'm this is all hypothetical, but guys that could be available in, in the near future one is Deontay Murray in Atlanta, who's in Atlanta now. Um, the other one is Donovan Mitchell, who's always been on the radar. And the third option is Nah, wait for a big name and be patient. And I'm saying, what option do you choose out of those three?
3: Um, I like Donovan Mitchell, but but Brunson too good at being you know being with the ball, and he just you know runs it smoothly. They two they different. Uh, I like I like Brunson. So I would say wait on the two guard or three, if that's what we were talking about in the big star.
0: Do so you wait like wait down the road and see if somebody shakes out from that we don't know right now that could end up saying I want out of my situation, right? Like do that. When we
3: get lucky in the lottery. We we're not we we're gonna make the playoffs. Bro.
0: Yeah, I don't think the lottery is gonna be an option this year, but we shall see. What's All right, record? we got. Garrett, What's they no, they're 18, 18, and what are they, 18 and 13, 18 and 14, something like that. They're in, like, they, you know, they're in the top they'll six finish, in East. They'll finish four for fifth. Yeah, they, they, they should Deontay,
1: be a to Deontay Murray a, is a six five guard, so that'll give you a bigger backcourt with Brunson, right? Mm. He's a guy that can play off the yeah, I like
3: Murray, actually. I do like Murray, though. I like him, but yeah, he's a top-down defender. Yeah, I was about to say he's still a uh, good defensive player.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, 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 yes. he was um, all defense. He, yeah. won, he made all defensive team. Led
0: the league in steals one time as well and all that stuff. Still averages 20 a game playing next to Trey. But it, it's, like I said, interesting conversations, right? Between that and what wide receivers you're going to recruit this offseason. We got so much to talk about.
1: But hey, you got another week the to play. Baby, are cool man. You ain't got lay them
0: out. Yeah, what, what, you good? You're just making sure everything's. They snapping. I know. I was just
3: was playing with it.
1: <laughs> you walk around with the toothbrush with the gel in it. <laughs> Don't
3: need to. Don't need to.
0: <laughs> Trust me, when you get to this point, you got to start coloring it in as best you can. <laughs> Garrett, one more week to go, my man. And as you said, if anything, just end the season, just beat this team. Like, I'm so sick and tired of this streak. Beat the Patriots, go into the offseason feeling better about life and knowing that Aaron's on the other side and you got a, a third year under your belt coming that you back-to-back, thousand-yard seasons is, is of course, something to appreciate. But I know in the middle of the season, you can't do it yet. But still, always great to catch up with you. We'll talk to you again next week. And Bark hey, ahead if you want to.
1: Hey, yeah, do, do me a favor. When you're in warm-ups... I want you to run a real hard out route right by Bill Belichick and let him go through your hands and hit his ass in the face and tell him that's for Bart.
0: Please <laughs> stop. He is not going to do that. Too classy. Anyways, all the best, Garrett. Thank you so much.
1: Okay. Oh,
3: man. Y'all, y'all uh, have a good rest of the day, man. Take all care. Right, we'll
0: talk. With you you. The Garrett Wilson
1: Report I'm brought to you by Corona. Hairs. I ain't got no baby hairs. All I got is the dog hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Corona, oh, my baby hair fell off.
0: official cerveza of the New York Jets. It's also brought to you by Sansone Auto Mall. Are you in the market for a new vehicle? Call Sandstone Auto Mall at one 800 Mention Bart Scott and you get a benefit. Exclusive employee pricing. You pay what they pay. What? All right, your calls on the Knicks trade. So many people are holding on and want to get their two cents on it. We'll get to that next. Stay with us. Barton 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Bart, let's get back to the people. As you said, a lot of people want to talk about the Knicks' moves or move. So let's get to that right now. 800 919 3776. And we go, a lot of people have been holding for a long time, so we appreciate that. Gil in Brooklyn. What's up, Gil? uh Oh, Gil, starting up the car.
1: <laughs> You're like, I'm taking it.
0: <laughs> I'm out of here. Gil, going once. Come on, Gil. Gil's had us on hold for like half the show.
1: Oh, Gil, man. Let's put him back on hold, just in case he just comes in case back he here. comes back. Yeah, right. that's not. Let's we'll check not in. Driving. We'll see
0: if the car is still running. Uh, let's. How about we go then to Dave and East Meadow? Dave. Hey guys, how are you? All right, good. Pump up. up.
2: So if I get, after I get through my next point, if I could just leave you with a little jet tidbit. But sure. first of all, Alan, we missed you last week. Anita did a great job. Mm-hmm. The only positive was we got a little bit of more intense Bart. but oh? uh, and you did a great job on the Nick game. Intense my, my Bart.
1: Well, you know how it is. It's like agitated Bart. It's like agitated Bart. Argumentative.
0: Oh, Anita was was Anita was poking the bear,
1: huh? Yeah, and the callers were poking
0: the bear. Oh, the callers.
1: Okay, she was great. And then we're watching Nicky and
2: me and my son the other night, and he says, is that Han doing I say, "Yeah." He says, he's good. He's good. Uh, he didn't know you did that. the games.
0: Yeah, I appreciate but, uh, that. Every and now and then. Yeah, thank you.
2: No, you do, you do great. The thank whole you. Team, MSG crew is great. Yes. But uh, and I, it's funny. After the Orlando game, I said to myself, I looked at my son, I said, man, I said, RJ has not gotten better since year two. And I find it ironic that that was my thought. And when the trade went down at first, I said, man, we gave up too much. And then I'm listening to the game last night, and you actually pointed it out. There was a play late in the game where Anthony Edwards had the ball and he penetrated. Anobi shut him down and he went to pass it out, and Brunson got the steal. I thought that was a, a big point in the game yeah. last night. Yeah. But um, I honestly, and I'm a big Donovan Mitchell. I wanted Mitchell for three, four years now. Me too. But I have to say, I think Murray might be a better fit. And I mean, can you imagine Tibbs with Anobi? And Murray at his disposal, in addition to Josh Hart, on the court at one time. I mean, man, it is. If they make us take Capella, Capella's a little bit of insurance. If Mitch isn't healthy or mm. Hartenstein unfortunately wants to leave, I think Murray is a great deal. You give him, you know, you try to give him Grimes and a couple of number ones. I think that's the that's the way to go.
0: Yeah, I don't. The Capella oh, part of Capella it Capella. is good, well, you're not Capella's getting because, better than Mitchell. No, oh, careful. He's athletic. Capella has I not like played Capella. well in the last two years. He's, he's gone south, but. Capella. No, that's no. I know what you're saying. If they want to dump the contract, yeah. the problem is I don't think you have enough money to to do that kind what of a deal.
1: What if you take Fournier? I
0: don't know. Golden State figures out a way to pay 300 million, so
2: there's <laughs> got to be a way to do it. Yeah, but, I, um, I still don't
0: know about that one, but but I do uh, the Murray part of it. I know what you're saying. I, I know what you're saying. Defensively, if you want to stay on that front, then maybe that's what you look at and and say had another guy that can defend, and you just look at Brunson and Randall and say. Less pressure on you guys to have to play defense. Just get out there and score and do what you do. We got three guys that's gonna have your back. That's one way to look at it. What was your Jets point? Oh, we lost him. I thought he had a Jets point.
1: 800- Eight hundred.
0: Yeah. Let's go let's go to uh, Patrick in New Jersey. Patrick.
1: Hey guys, I definitely agree with that last call. I was gonna ask if getting Capella was part of that because we definitely need a big, but I'm definitely on the Devontae Murray bandwagon. You player him with uh, OG on the wings, we need that because to go to beat Denver and to beat Milwaukee, to beat Boston, we're going to need the Wanting Mary. We're not beating them with Devontae, with DeMitchell. He's just too short to guard up on Brown or KCP or, or, or Jalen, or, or not Jalen Brown, um, well, um, Tatum. 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 Yeah. yeah Tatum not, and Brown. Yeah. It's not happening. It's not happening.
0: So, right. so you're it. more about adding defense than you are adding like the because de- Mitchell's more the dynamic box Score, office yeah. just lights out scorer who can match any other star when it co- we've seen him do it. So you'd rather yeah,
1: when you. I rather seeing what OG gives us. Yeah. OG gives us defense that leads to offense, and he can pass the rock. So can DeWante Murray. DeWante Murray is a point guard by nature, and he averages twenty. Yep. We have just enough. We will replicate those that oh four oh five Pistons okay. to a T, and that's how you win.
0: Okay. I mean, again, that 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 could be, as we said, Patrick. Thanks for the call. The the that early two thousands Pistons. If you can't get the mega star, if you can't make the Kevin Durant. You know LeBron type trades. You know when I'm saying them names, I mean like that level of superstar. If you can't make that kind of a deal. You know the Kawhi trade. Just if you stars can't do there, that, no superstars.
1: You can get the stars. Then you've no got to
0: you've got to build. But remember, a, a team like that hasn't won a championship now in almost twenty years.
1: Yeah, but these are a little higher end. These aren't just like the Piston guys. These are a little higher end because they've been all stars, but also they you know they they shoot the ball very well in today's league it's about spacing when the pistons was playing it wasn't a lot of three-pointers being shot remember rip was coming off shooting two-pointers but you know you talk about bringing in murray you talk about this spaces the floor so well Mm -hmm. and then the defense confers to offense but then when you go down there you got three guys that's shooting you know in the high 30s in three-point percentage
0: john is in freehold john what do you think
1: hey
4: happy new year guys
1: how we doing good uh
4: yeah i got a couple of things to say um Leon Rose has let the genie out of the bottle with this uh, initial move with OG uh, Adenobi. As far as I'm concerned, Alan, because now you got to make that follow-up move and you got to get that two guard in here because uh, he gave up, you know, probably their most tradable commodities in in the youth with with Barrett and with Mm -hmm. Quickly. The only part of that trade that I did not like, I haven't heard anybody say this, is that second-round pick they surrendered. That was a valuable trade chip that they could have used in a follow-up trade. It's going to be pick 31.
0: It's going to be pick thirty-one. Yeah, it, it, we know that, right? It's going right? to be
4: number one overall in the second round, yes. and it's going to be you know, and and you know what happened the last time the Knicks got that back in the Carmelo Anthony trade that became Mitchell Robinson. So that's a very valuable trade around a uh, trade ship around the league that they can use in another deal. But with that being, you said, didn't give up a first I'm though, going. John.
0: and that's more valuable because you are going to need to give up multiple firsts to get a guy like Mitchell. Multiple.
4: No, I do I, I do understand that. I, I'm. I i do not want Mitchell. I don't. I. I want Murray. I don't okay. want Mitchell. Wow. I, I I want the long. I want the longer, stronger, well-rounded shooting guard in Murray because Murray is a, is a proven all-star. He, he'll, under Thibodeau, he'll get back to the defensive uh, nature, and his, and his stats will be what they were in San Antonio. He got away from that in Atlanta a little bit, and I think a change of scenery would do him good. He can drive to the basket. He could break people down. He's a 20-point scorer, which I think with the Knicks, he'd probably go up to 22 to 24 points per game with Brunson next to him. And I, I'm just watching Brunson Allen. I'm seeing this guy getting a little run down. I see this guy getting frustrated. He's getting double and triple teamed, and he's getting banged around a lot driving to the basket. So I think Murray would be a welcome addition. And he's going to counteract Dillard. He's going to counteract Brown, and he's going to counteract Maxi, who you're going to have to shut down and defend at the shooting guard spot. And you're not getting that with Mitchell. Mitchell's an undersized guard that doesn't defend. He's not, he's not a grinder. And the Knicks beat him into submission in the playoffs. The Knicks, the Knicks destroyed Cleveland a year ago. We saw it up close and personal. We know what he is. All he is the volume scorer. He's an ISO guy. I don't want an ISO guy. I want more ball movement and better defense. And that's why I'm going all in on Murray. That's the guy I want to get in here.
0: Got it, John. All right. I mean, it looks like sounds like everybody is all in on, on the Murray deal. If they can make it happen. Now, again, have to make it happen. All right, we got some very interesting Jets news to share with you before we pass it off to the K-Show. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Adam Schefter Barton reporting yes, yes. that the Jets have released us, us free. Dalvin Cook. And Dalvin Cook reworked his deal to get rid of all the remaining um, guaranteed money on the deal to let him. Go free, so he can now sign. Right, he he can that sign and play. Been,
1: that may him been talking to people. Of
0: course, now, now now he can sign and play anywhere he wants now, right? Yes. Like he, and he play in the playoffs and the whole thing. That's what happened with
1: Shaq Leonard? Remember?
0: Yep. So yep. where would be a great fit for him? Cleveland.
1: Um, mm, Cleveland is one if if he believes in that, right? I mean, um, run,
0: who needs a running game more than they do?
1: Yeah, I don't know if Baltimore Baltimore put up Melvin Gordon. I think Justin Ooh. Hill's balled out, but you know, Justin Hill's balled out. Okay, but still. And Melvin Gordon's been on the practice squad, so like. But why
0: not have a guy like that? I mean, look, they haven't used him. His they usages... got Gus Edwards.
1: They still got Gus Edwards. So uh, it, 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 he would have to go to a place where he knows the scheme. And How I, injured I, would is think, I would think. I would think Cleveland, because Skifansky was, no, Skifansky came from Minnesota.
0: There you go. Now, what about Miami, who originally wanted him?
1: Yeah, but they 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 still got a chan It depends on the health of most. Mostert, right? But, what but if, if I'm him, up? if I'm him, he can go into Cleveland and know the playbook immediately mm. and know the and know the running schemes. And he's going to the best offensive line coach in all of football. And you think you know, remember they're on Kareem Hunt? They lost Nick Chubb. Right. This is a place that if you know Nick Chubb's going to be there, that he they may sign him for next year as well. You know what I mean? So he going there. He know all the plays. He, he knows know all the, the adjustments. System. He know the protections. He yep. know the code words. Mm-hmm. So you think about that. I bet you he's doing that to go to, to Cleveland. Does he have any? Like what? What did we see? It, what do you mean? Did, does he have anything left? Yeah, but, man. Well, look,
0: like he, when, when he played for the Je- like we didn't see anything.
1: He didn't. He didn't ever get a chance. He was getting four carries a game. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like how you gonna get a rhythm four players game and you in a new system? That's why I asked you. Right. That's Cleveland Skafansky. That's his former coordinator. Right. So Perfect. You,
0: you think that's the that's the and that's Cleveland the
1: nobody no when I nobody wants to play Cleveland in the playoffs. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. Joe Flacco don't care. He was going he gonna throw the ball thirty seven yards deep.
0: Your guy Joe Flacco, man, what a story. <laughs> he's on the bench. You look, he's sleeping. He's like, man, I got eight kids he's, at home, man. He's need, like, man, I'm meditating. I need man. to rest right now. <laughs> well, well, all right. Another era ends for the Jets is Dalvin Cook. We thought that was going to be one of these final piece type deals, but. What a disaster of a season for the Jets, and it ends there, so we'll see where that goes. The K Show is coming next. Bart and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Bart. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.